The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Let some things be retrograde. Well, if that shortened tune of ours isn't any indication, this is that so retrograde. What do you guys think of the shortened tune? I don't know. People keep saying they miss the old theme song. But, but then, then when so- the old theme song was on, people would be like, it's so annoying. They were like, <laughs> no, I, but people loved it. But I think the constructive criticism was they just wanted us to get to the show, which I understand. Right. I, You know me. I like things short and sweet. So guys, it's actually our sixth year doing So Retrograde tomorrow. And we're recording this on a Monday. So the actual date is February 9th. So mark your cows. Somebody do our chart. For next Feb- year. February 9th, 2015. Wow. Is when So Retrograde took its first public breath. Wow. It gasped a little baby podcast breath. And then just its heart kept beating all the way till now. We were really the little show that could. <laughs> yeah. I I do want to say, well, first of all, I'm Elizabeth. This is Steph. Welcome to Retrograde Land. I don't know if we caught into that, but I also feel like who needs an intro at this point? It's been six years. Yeah, you're the one who's always wanted us to introduce ourselves. I've never wanted to do that. Well, I always <laughs> like to think, I know, because what if I always new think, listener? what if there's someone new? Yeah, no, that's like really the sweet. one or two newbie. That's Welcome. really sweet. No, it's always good to say hi to new people when you're on a podcast and or in the world. Exactly. I actually have something to say about that in this in this reality where we're so isolated and have like weird social laws and lives and everyone's on different pages and whatever. Every time that I go out into the world and like see people, I am having the best time. Like communicating with strangers in 2021 is my full-blown passion in life. I love, I feel like I never see anyone. And then I go outside and I get a coffee and there's someone behind me and we're like chatting it up. I'm petting their dog. Like we're laughing. Like I'm telling baristas jokes. I'm just like, wow, I miss being a social person so much. Every social interaction for me is like pure joy now. Wow. I feel the opposite. I'll like see somebody I know like at the coffee place or or some random spot and I like will have my mask on and I'll just be like, I don't feel like it. Elizabeth. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Just like I don't I don't feel like it. Ugh, I'm trying to think. I feel like we haven't like hopped on the mic in a second. We've really just like gotten right into interviews. So yeah. let's well, just what talk else about like our weekends. I watched had a real like triple feature this weekend exploring the dark arts of celebrity culture and what society does to to women in the spotlight. So I'm assuming you watched the Britney documentary. Yeah. So I went from framing Britney Spears, which I watched it. I ever, you know, I am a hardcore Britney fan. I ever since I can remember, obviously, as so many girls of our generation and people of our generation, she was just like the moment. She was it. To quote Michael Moore, why can't we just leave her alone? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That pulled at the heartstrings. I I couldn't really shake it after. Can I ask you a question? Sure. As a as a pop philosopher, uh, Mm -hmm. as you are. What do you think is like happening and what do you think is going to happen? Because that documentary was open ended as far as yeah. like there's still a active legal case happening and like 
we don't know what's next for Britney Spears. Right. I'll have thought. I have a few thoughts. One, my takeaway is it's none of our business. That being said, I never really paid attention to the free Britney movement because I thought it was like, what a cause to pick. Like, it just felt like, yes, as a performer, Britney gave us so much, but like, it just felt a little bit extreme. I would see the the picketing in West Hollywood. And I was like, I don't know about this, guys. But it seemed as if there was something to the theory of it basically being a business deal, essentially, more so than a conservatorship. And I definitely think that that needs to be looked at. Because if somebody is that capable of producing concerts, music, music videos, sponsorships, then it seems like they should be able to make decisions for themselves. A hundred percent. She had what I think happened is that she had really bad postpartum after she had her kids. And Mm -hmm. then she was literally being like hunted by the paparazzi. Like, dude, you and I have both been in situations with celebrities where the paparazzi take pictures of them. And I'll just speak from my personal experience of getting those. scary. It's scary. It's legitimately very scary. And the way that they hunted her like a mob. I one time was getting out of a car and we were going to Rumor Willis's house. A fr- okay. I had a friend of a friend and the paparazzi followed us. And I have never been, I was so startled and this like shocked face of surprise face of mine ends up on just Jared. And you were like, it was not a cute God? pick. I was like, <laughs> I was like, at least. Like you could tell they're like, this girl looks so frightened and and just afraid of the bright light that we're putting this up here to make fun of her. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is the conclusion I came to. But yeah, no, I mean, it's so intense. Personally, okay, like I'll be really real. Like I, I watch her Instagram now and I am genuinely like that spark, that light. She was such a dynamic being when she like at the beginning of her career, she had so much charisma and she had like the thing. She had the it factor. She had the star quality, as they say on on Drag Race. And to see her now, to me, and this isn't just my opinion, it feels like she has PTSD from what our society did to her. And it's just, it just hurts my soul. Like I could not shake this movie the entire weekend. Like, I could not stop thinking about it. I feel like Russell Brand talked about this on his podcast recently about how in 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 a world where we're in a, a global pandemic and so much has happened and changed, like where he was kind of posing the question, like, where does like celebrity land? Like, what is the value of celebrity? How does our relationship with celebrity like change in this reality? And I... I do hope that there is some sort of change where it's like we had such a schadenfreude culture with like takedowns. Yeah. And I feel like that's where my resistance to like a cancel culture comes in too because I'm like we have to stop loving rubbernecking on other people's downfall. Right. This is so interesting that you say that because that's one of the things that I've been thinking about around watching the Framing Britney Spears doc in that there was like so much kind of delight in her downfall yeah, that was really profitable. Is. But but at the same time, I feel like with the democratization of platforms and celebrity, now so many people experience that. 
Right. And, right. and I they think also we, have more of a window to like kind of like clap back. Right. But at yes. the same time, we hold people at like the people's court of Instagram. We have this system of canceling, which is guilty until proven innocent or whatever. Like there's it's like a very right. strange. I just almost think that like we need to there's so many things that what the story of like what happened with Britney represents. But I think we need to look at that as to what you said in terms of the psychological effects that it can that can happen when people are delighted in seeing you suffer and people are doing that every day online people are so fucking nasty and yeah. it's like and it's it's almost to me that those like little you know micro instances are speak to it's it's in that same lane of what we've done with people in the public eye for so long in a way that's like really, really gross. It's like they said it really well in the Michael Jordan series. Did you watch that? Yeah. The Last Dance, they said it really well in um, basically like it was the exact same people that cheered Michael on that also tried to pull him down. And then once he started playing better again, then they also wanted to bolster him up. It's like it's like the, the mood of the mob it has no loyalty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, like all of us collectively have to look at whatever the, the, the instinct is to do that and like say no. Like we're not participating in. I mean, oh, it makes me it made me sick in that doc. And just like how many people. were like, yeah, we like took a bunch of photos and like, yeah, like the, the, when they're interviewing the paparazzi guy and, and they don't that to me was like legitimized when they had the paparazzi whose car got hit by uh, her umbrella. I was like, wow, this is a legit documentary. They really <laughs> they really like pulled in all the important people. But it speaks to the fact that like he was obviously aware that he had participated in some way because he said, I'm worried about you. But then in the same breath, he's the one taking the video. And so it's like, right, that is the exact thing of like accountability where it's like it literally is up to you if you are concerned to stop doing that behavior. And that is like across the board with all of us with culture. He was also he also had did not take accountability at all. Like he was like, we were helping each other out. It's like, were you, though? Like, I don't need you. She's selling millions of albums in 1997 when she's nobody. Like, shut 1999. Up. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I'm like, Baby Back One More Time check. came out in 1999. I went to the Baby One More Time tour. I got Respect. kicked out of two nights of the Music Man because I went on the dress rehearsal night. Hilarious. I know. And then I was, no. a f- and I was like, well, I guess I'm all in. I'm a yeah. fan forever now. <laughs> I do hope, I hope so much that justice is served and she gets her freedom and she gets to come out of the medication haze and she gets her wellness and she gets her awakening and she gets to like create and produce and be Britney Spears again to whatever that looks like for her honestly guys I can't believe that it's been six years I can't like I'm sure we've all gone through so much in the time that we've been speaking and or listening, journeying, learning from all these people. Like, it's been so cool. Like, I personally don't know where I would be without 
this show. And so I'm just like, yeah, fuck yeah. We keep we keep on we keep the lights on. We keep it going. We figure it out. I mean, I feel like I just want to thank you guys for your for your belief and your patience and, and your, your openness ears and your and ears time. and your time. And congratulations on being committed to to growth and health. And may we continue to uh, walk that path. Yeah, which is really as stuff as you tend to do, just tee up the perfect segue for the conversation we're going to get into. Really? Which, uh, In what way? Because we're talking about nurturing our immune systems and our health. Right. And I feel like that all really ties together. We've got Dr. Sean and Dr. Bita Nasseri joining us. All right, guys, I want to take a break and talk to you about one of our partners that I'm so excited we have back on the show for 2021 because we discovered them via our last partnership round. And I can honestly say that I have become so obsessed with them. They are a big part of my nightly and daily routine. I am talking about peak tea. Okay, they are so good. They are a daily antioxidant powerhouse for your radiant health. They have over 20 different tea varieties that deliver concentrated antioxidants and nutrients to support healthy immunity, digestion, and weight management. They are these little tea crystals called cold crystallization technology that extract the active ingredients and superfoods at their maximum potential. They triple screen for pesticides, heavy metals, and toxic molds, so you get pure benefits with no junk. They are delicious. They won three gold medals at the Global Tea Championships. I I can't speak highly of their teas enough. The mint is my dream. I love the electric turmeric. I love the matcha. I love the hibiscus. I love the Earl Grey. I truly drink these throughout the day and into the evening. So I, I can't recommend it enough. But the thing that I'm also super stoked about is they just came out with a daily immune supplement, a liposomal, a liposomal, a liposomal, that's the word I can't pronounce, but I do know that this is the most absorbable form of ingestible vitamins. So they have a daily immune elderberry liposomal, lip- I can't pronounce it. Anyways, this is the only triple powered vitamin C formula. It is elderberry superfood complex meets cutting edge liposomal encapsulation and sodium ascorbate vitamin C for a cellular infusion you can feel. It is offering unrivaled immune support and you can fit it in your pocket and squeeze it in your mouth and you take it with you. And honestly, it tastes delicious. I love it so much because it's like a sweet treat. So it's offering 1,000 milligrams of liposomal vitamin, liposomal vitamin C, 1,900 milligrams of elderberry superfood complex. And it has seven clean ingredients, including three fruit concentrates. And it is just incredible. It is great for your immunity. It is great for your skin. It's good for the process of aging. You take one packet one to two times daily. I'm so stoked. Go over to their website. You'll see what I'm talking about if you click on Daily Immune. So if you're interested, I think you will be. They're so, so, so delightful. Go on over to Peak T. That's P-I-Q-U-E-T dot com slash retrograde. And you'll get 5% off your first order. That is P-I-Q-U-E-T-E-A dot com slash retrograde for 5% off your first order. I'm telling you, this stuff is so incredible. I'm truly grateful that they are working with us because it has become a staple in my kitchen. Oh, speaking of things that are staples in my kitchen, y'all, you know who's back on the show this year? We got Sakara. Hell yeah. Sakara is my favorite 
meal delivery service, but they are also a wellness company and they are rooted in the transformative power of plant-based food. They have organic ready-to-eat meals that are made with powerful plant-rich ingredients and are designed to boost your energy, improve your digestion and get your skin glowing. It's every time I order a, a week of Saqqara, I am impressed really, really impressed with, with their menu of chef crafted breakfasts, lunches, and dinners. They are always innovating and combining ingredients and flavors that I would have never thought that I'm just so delighted that are in my kitchen. It's not boring and it's always so fresh. They also have a wellness boutique that offers wellness essentials for optimal nutrition. They have supplement packs, metabolism, super powder for putting in your smoothie or, you know, just drinking in a glass of water. And that supports gut health, energy, immunity, and healthy skin. Sakara has been around probably as long as our show has been around. You know, we have an episode in our first season where we interviewed the founders, Whitney and Danielle, and we did a live event with them in 2019. We're just such big fans and so proud of them for everything that they've built for all of the great publications that talk about them like Vogue and Goop and the New York Times and That's the Retrograde. So if you're looking for something to restart your year or just make a convenient, no thought based, healthy choice, this is a great option. So go on over to Sakara, that's S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash retrograde and you'll get 20% off your first order if you were waiting for a discount because you wanted to save, now's your opportunity. Go to sakara.com slash retrograde. Get 20% off your first order. Okay, back to the show. So joining us right now, we are very honored to have Dr. Bita Nasseri and Dr. Sean Nasseri. Uh, Dr. Sean Nasseri is a renowned ear, nose, and throat surgeon really a doctor to the stars. And we don't like to throw that around too often, but we'll get further into that in a second. And Dr. Bita Nasseri is a transplant and cardiac trained anesthesiologist. They have a pretty power incredible couple. power couple <laughs> for real. Thank you. They have a pretty incredible product that they put out in the market recently that Steph and I both had the pleasure of trying and we have a, a great connection to their work via a friend that we'll get into. But um, we're just so thrilled to have you guys to the show. I know you guys are incredibly busy. So it is such a pleasure to have you joining us today. We love your show. Even oh. our friends like, oh my God, we love them. They're fun. Oh my God, fun. Welcome to the party. Yeah. Um, so we were introduced to via Sarah Silverman, who you guys, you saved her life. Not to get heavy into it right away, but that's that's legitimately uh, what happened. Yeah, she speaks to this often, but I just want to give I don't know if it's really as common knowledge unless you're really paying attention to to her journey and her story. But she almost died a few years ago. Steph was with her in the hospital daily as she was dealing with a pretty traumatic issue with her throat. It was a it was a gnarly infection from what I understand. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so she went to see you. She wasn't feeling well. She'd been traveling and you looked in there and famously, she's like, I had my backpack with me. That's all I had. And you were like, you got to go to the ER right now. And yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about that? So she'd been touring and, you know, you know her, she works really hard. Mm -hmm. there are I know work harder than Sarah and she'd been on the road and she'd been really sick on the road and she'd gotten some medicine on the road and she'd seen someone you know, at an urgent care. And they were like, ah, you're, you're just kind of sick. You're basically fine. 
And then she came and she was famously waiting, wearing one of those like handkerchief creators. Yeah. Down, we looked in her throat, looked with the camera at the back of her throat at the voice box called the epiglottis, the lid to the voice box that basically is like lids open, you can breathe, lids closed, you can't breathe. Wow. That lid had an abscess in it. Think of the biggest pimple you've seen blocking your windpipe. Wow. So Dr. immediately started an IV on her, gave her a dose of steroid to open up the airway as much as we could. Medically, gave her a dose of antibiotics right. immediately, and we shipped her straight to the hospital, met her at the hospital, went straight up, got a CAT scan to delineate where else there was infection, and then took her straight into surgery, put a breathing tube down, cut cut the windpipe and then left the breathing tube in place because her airway had swollen shut. Mm -hmm. They were trying to breathe between, you know, what I say sometimes in a terrible way, two butt cheeks, like you're trying to get air between them. Not going to happen. Yeah. That's when farts happen. Yes. (laughs) When you can't breathe, you're not getting oxygen. And then... Just had to add that in. I Sorry, don't know why. Uh, my friend Elizabeth, <laughs> she's not a doctor. Is um, this thing on? <laughs> usually use food and body jokes to explain stuff in medicine when it gets scary. That's a good call because it's very relatable. Yes. Because right. everyone loves food and everyone knows weird body part jokes. Sure, <laughs> so you sure do. Once, once it opened up, but the red tide went away and then she could breathe, we took out the breathing tube and then she had a whole string of expletives and funny jokes that immediately came out. Yeah, it was incredible. <laughs> so let's talk about the 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 your practice in regards to I mean, we're having what I believe is is a respiratory pandemic. So let's talk about how you guys have been, you know, what's changed about your practice and what you're doing to sort of treat what's been going on. So think of it this way. So the year before last, 60 million Americans had the flu. Did you know that? Do that. Nobody, nobody seemed to care. 60,000 Americans died of the flu in the 19-2020 flu season. Wow. So this has been going on for every year. It happened to be this year we got a virus which has been weaponized by nature, whomever, whatever you want to think where that virus is even more virulent, which means it spreads to more people and it makes people sicker than the flu by about 10 to 15 fold. Mercifully, for the most part, it avoids getting children really sick because it's a coronavirus. Coronavirus means it has a halo like a crown around the virus where there are spike proteins. Those spike proteins are lock and key for how do I get into your immune system? How do I get an exposure to your cells? Mm-hmm. Be what I love to say, sustentacular cells in the olfactory epithelium, or just the boogers in your nose. How does that? <laughs> how does that virus do a lock and key? Yeah, connect through what are called ACE receptors, like ACE in the hole, but they're angiotensin converting enzyme receptors, which it uses for the cells. And why that's important, we'll get to in a little bit. But basically, your nose takes all the cold, dry, dirty air with all the virus, bacteria, and fungus out in the world and cleans it, clarifies it as it goes in. Because your lungs, remember, I'm a nose doctor, full disclosure, your lungs are wimps. Your nose is fighting every battle. If you had a guy 
again, if you're at a club, that bouncer at the front is fighting every battle so that people don't get into the club. Your nose is warming, filtering, humidifying, and the first exposure for your immune system. So the second biggest area of your immune system is your nose and your nasal cavity. Wow. So you're fighting those things constantly every day, all day long. And this is how we practice for 25 years. We set up our office 20 years ago and Dr. Vita said, every room ventilated separately. Why is that important? I cough in this room. I'm not coughing into that room. Mm-hmm. Wow. Second, every room has an air purifier. You have a HEPA air purifier. And these are common for every home or every medical office. Is that if you have, you have the flu or COVID and your sister is in the next bedroom, if you both have air purifiers, it's much less likely you're going to expose her. Wow. Quick question. The air purifier landscape is uh, confusing to me. Which one do you guys use in the office? It's really, really simple. Anything Uh that you can afford is good enough. Right. Be practical. If you can can afford it and put it together, that works. Yeah. The high efficiency HEPA filters, because Mm -hmm. the good news is, they're very, very, what I, what I like to say is they're very sexy ones, but right. they all use the same standards, which is the HEPA na- nanofiltration. So you can get one literally for around a hundred to $200, or you can get one for the five to $900 range. Yeah. That? Right. So our little boy, and part of the reason we came up with Yuka is he had pneumonia like three times in a row, broke his arm with pneumonia even, or like great. So we put in the super high efficiency HEPA filters in our bedrooms, which are a little more pricey, multiple layers of filter. But for the reality of most offices, most apartments, most buildings, you just need a good HEPA filter that, again, if it's $30, you know it's not going to be that good. Mm-hmm. But if it's a $100 machine where you change the filter and it's $20, $30, $40, $40, so it's not a financial burden over time, because if you get the very expensive machines frequently, it's a $120 or $150 filter. You have to change every three months. Mm-hmm. And right. So high buy-in. Right. So there's a high buy-in and then a super high maintenance. It's financially prohibitive for a lot of families. Mm-hmm. So be pragmatic in that. If you have it in your office, in our office, we have ones called Germ Guardian. They're around 100 bucks. They're on Amazon. We have... 11 of them in the office because every room has one or two. And we change them every six weeks because right. not we don't wait the three months because obviously it's high traffic area, high exposure. And we want to make sure every patient who walks in, walks in knowing that room is prepped as if it's first day in, in the morning. Right. Everybody deserves their best, cleanest environment. Okay, so we're we're prepping our, our, our environment. Our, our environment. And then we're learning about how our nose is an incredible filter for for health. But so how has it changed, you know, in 2020 or has it not? I like to say, like, my OCD is now everyone's OCD. Like everyone realizes when you're sick. And again, right now we're in the worst pandemic in modern human history. So you can pretty much guess if there are four people on this call one of us has had COVID in the last three months or will. Mm -hmm. So we should be protecting everyone. We all have parents, we have grandparents, we have children, protect everyone. That's literally what we put on our masks, like protect everyone, think of everyone else. 
because it's the golden rule. The most important way to think about it is self-care. Preventative self-care will actually give care to others outside. Mm -hmm. If you have a preventative approach to your self-care, then you are actually at your best, your healthiest, and also you're exposing people to healthier environment. Right. You're not necessarily going around with like sniffles and like, you know, touching all the surfaces and getting someone else sick. Don't feel bad and don't feel guilty about being your own advocate in your self-care and wellness. Mm. If you care for yourself, you do proper thing, educate your loved one and family wants to do the same, you'll be in a much better situation. Guys, so excited about this new partner of ours. We're talking about Birchbox. What I love is that the best way to really get to know new products is with expert guidance from Birchbox that's great for the beauty obsessed or the beauty casual alike. Birchbox is a service that exists to simplify all of the beauty and grooming product options out there for you. I love that their experts feel like friends. And instead of overwhelming me with every product out there, they only tell me about the products that are going to be worth checking out for me. Every month, Birchbox experts select five deluxe-sized samples tailored to your unique beauty profile. Put together a cheat sheet that tells you what to use each product for and how, and then they wrap it all up in a beautifully designed box. You can test drive products at your own pace on your own terms. If you find something you like, you can buy it at full size over on birchbox.com and earn loyalty points doing it. And if something's not for you, you haven't really had to spend tons of time, money, and effort finding that out. And you can just like re-gift the deluxe sample size over to a friend who wouldn't love that. So join the Birchbox community today by heading over to birchbox.com slash retrograde and use our promo code retrograde to get 50% off your first box when you subscribe for at least three months. That's promo code retrograde at birchbox.com slash retrograde for 50% off your first Birchbox. Birchbox.com slash retrograde, promo code retrograde. Case you didn't hear it the first few times. All right. Now, huge thanks to one of our partners today, Ritual, for helping to make the show happen. Longtime friend to the show. It is a multivitamin reimagined. It's a multivitamin that contains key nutrients in forms that our body can actually use to help fill the gaps in the diet. There's no shady extras. And Ritual's delayed release capsule design delivers high quality nutrients, including vitamin D3 in just two daily pills. I also really appreciate that Ritual um, is designed with every life stage in mind. Not only do they have the women's multivitamin that I take, they have a multivitamin for men and teens and a prenatal option that is very popular amongst friends of mine. And on top of that, they're delivering their multivitamins uh, to our doorstep. We don't have to leave the house. That's very forward thinking. They really were on top of that trend before they needed to be. They deliver to our homes with free shipping always. And you can start, snooze, or cancel your subscription anytime. And if you don't love it within your first month, then they'll refund you on your first order. So like no harm, no follow over there. Get key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering That's a Retrograde listeners 10% off during your first three months. Just visit ritual.com slash retrograde and start your ritual today. You know, it's funny. I remember at the end of 2019, I went to Air One and somebody literally sneezed on me. And, and then 
I got really sick, but, but I didn't know that I would. And I, I recently found the video of me getting in my car and being like, hey, if you're sick, don't go outside. Like, why is that yeah. not like, what, why did it take a pandemic to teach people stay inside if you're sick and don't fucking sneeze on strangers in the grocery store? It's gross. Right. right. It's not just gross. It's not just rude. I think it's actually unhealthy for both of you. I think right, the, right. the global pandemic that has caused so many loss of lives, loss of jobs and opportunities. 500,000 Americans by the end of this month. Right? So it is a wake up call for all of us global citizens to do better, be better, and make this place a better place for our children. I mean, Sean and I, obviously, in, in our 40s, we've had a good life. And I feel terrible when I see my 20-year-old who doesn't, who hasn't had a graduation, uh, my 17-year-old who doesn't even know what it's like to go to a junior or senior prom, and my 8-year-old who doesn't even know what the norm is anymore to be in school versus Zoom. Like, they're staying in a space of awe. We owe it not to ourselves, but really to our children and the future of our children to do a better job, self-awareness and preventative care. Yeah. I really appreciate you guys highlighting all of that. Thank you. This is the perfect segue as you you have this Yuko Wellness Bento that I am just so enamored by. Please walk us through this, the inspiration for this. And like, was it just aptly timed? Um, was this planning on coming out? I would imagine pre all of this and it just worked out. Just like putting on a podcast takes a lot of preparation and, and research, planning, guests, everything. For this, we've been planning this for the last three and a half years because mm -hmm. we really care about taking care of people. And this is what we do every day, all day long. And at any given time, non-COVID, we have a couple of hundred people touring the world, several thousand on productions, shooting. And we always put kits together for them. We're like, okay, if you get sick or how do you keep from getting sick? Did you take your vitamins? You forget your vitamins. Like most people are like, what vitamins? So we put this kit together like as a introductory idea and it's a bento. So it's an organized system of how you think of things. And we kind of planned it out that way. But also, you know, Sean and I are not only physicians who practice medicine together, but we're also parents, parents. to the same set of children. And we've had many hiccups along the way in their health in their travels. And so we have decided we want to make sure we suit our kids properly for their travels, for them going off to college, or even for our little family trips. Why is it that my kids get sick right around the holidays? What have I done that I can improve on? And I, Sean and I realized, well, we have been doing a great job preventatively keeping our own patients happy, making sure they're healthy so they can make those massive arena concerts or movie premieres, why couldn't we do it for the rest of us? Why, you don't have to do a red carpet walk to, to be a Yuka um, tribe member. You just have to be you. You just have to have a pulse. The goal is to democratize the respiratory wellness and give you access to curate your own health system, narrate your own story, be in charge of your own care. And our goal was to create a system that made it easy. Didn't really matter what order you did it in. And it doesn't really even matter if you use our products. The key is use some any products that you're comfortable with that you know will give you a get a great backbone, a great precursor to a better health. 
Okay, so it's called yucca. Why is that? So eucalyptus is the anchor for the respiratory system. And it sounds like eureka. So the whole idea is there's a little bit of eucalyptus in most of our products, the ones that are respiratory. The and shower bomb. Oh. A little bit of heaven. God has been to my bathroom. <laughs> because who has time? Pamper. <laughs> so we basically put it together and we thought of it. How do you boost your wellness from the inside out? And how do you protect yourself from several feet away up to you? Because originally we thought, hey, our kids are always getting sick on planes. Our people are always getting sick when they tour. So what can we put together? So we put it together and basically some very simple ideas. So you're on an airplane, you're on a train, you're on a bus, you're on your Uber. What, what's the most important thing you need? Everyone realizes like, holy cow, I need my hand sanitizer. As a simple, simple alcohol with essential oils, glycerin and aloe. Because again, we wear masks 10 hours a day. We use hand sanitizer all day long. times a day. Why are our hands not looking like crocodiles? Because we use hand sanitizers that have great lubricant on them so that they don't leave a dry, crusty residue. So this is how we made it with just alcohol. But we also avoided, because if you walked into any grocery store, the, you know, the pharmacy, any medical building, office building, they have the ones that like squirt at the door. I smell, and I also check the ingredients. So there's no carbomer, there's no acrylic acid, there's no benzalkonium, benzothonium. You know what those are? Bathroom cleaners, right? You're gonna clean your toilet and put that stuff on your hands and eat with it. That makes no sense. So that's why we made our hand sanitizer and wipes to be as clean and simple and toxin-free as possible. Then we're like, okay, if you're having anything that you breathe in, how do you get sick? Pop quiz, guys. How do you get sick? You breathe through you your, breathe nose. your nose. There you go. Brilliant. <laughs> it plus, both of you. Yay. Yay. Oh, Medical school, here we come. <laughs> well, you're, you're already there. You're graduating. Yeah, don't worry. I'll give you your medical degree by the right. end of this session. <laughs> order, it's here. Amazon does everything. Right. So, why do we do salt water? Why do we wash our hands? Again, to reduce the amount of bacteria and viruses on our hands. Why do we wash our faces? Same exact thing, so you don't get breakouts. Why do you rinse your nose? To decrease the amount of garbage that goes in. You take that, all right? Love it. You're going to prime it. And then just one little squirt. One, two. Dip in or let it fall out. Because it's like a preference of taste great or less filling. Squirt, squirt. You get some of that garbage to either go down where your stomach acid will take care of it. Or it falls back out. So you reduce it. Because the less allergen, the less garbage, the less bacteria virus the more quickly you recover. Your goal is to so good to know. I do saline spray every morning. I use Genexa. Do you know that brand? No, not yet. But you should be trying okay. Yucca. I got it. I'm going to try Well, yeah, I was saving the Yucca one for like one day when I fantasize about traveling. I just wanted to have everything locked and, and loaded. Here's how we did it differently also. Not only is it sterile, it's also in a one-ounce bottle. So this will fit in your pocket or any kind of bag. And it's simple because it is travel safe because it's one ounce. You're yeah. Keep your volume. But and it's it, chic. And it's chic. <laughs> Which is also awesome. <laughs> matters. Or, or <laughs> matters, right? We're connected. 
But the whole point is after two or three weeks, the tip of any of these salines, you've been touching your nose. What's the most common bacteria in everyone's nose? Staphylococcus. Staph. Ew. So do you use your toothbrush for three years? Like washing your underwear after a month. Every six weeks for right. the toothbrush heads, by the way. Oh, I Every get them on auto oh, delivery because yeah. I, I wouldn't be able right. to keep track. Remember. remember. Yeah. <laughs> you made it work out. So after two or three weeks, you recycle it. Because if you go back to that nasal tip after a month, there's going to be yucky stuff on it, but then you're yeah. playing into your nose. I think it was. And that's why we made it efficient and small. Also, it was I love cool. that. Also, it was very important for us to make it an FDA-approved uh, Laboratory. laboratories here in the United States. So all of our products are sourced in the U.S., put together in the U.S., and that was very important to Sean and myself. We're first-generation uh, immigrants. This land was a land of opportunity to us, and we know it's very well-made in the U.S. I have to say, uh, this conversation is the first time that I've really given the credence to my nose that it deserves. I, I don't think any of us realize what a powerful, incredible, magical gift it's a real portal. the nose is. What is it? Okay. The, nose, yeah. nose. the nose knows. It's the world's best humidifier, filter, and what we call countercurrent heat exchanger. Mm-hmm. When you breathe through your nose, you warm air. When you breathe out through your nose, you conserve your energy. When you breathe through your nose, you moisten it. When you breathe out through your nose, you keep your water. You dry out less. You know, earlier you asked what's a good mm-hmm. humidifier filter, one that resembles the function of your nose. Wow. Cool. You guys, I also huh. know that you notice you guys here have a molecular helmet, which oh, is I love that an stuff. essential oil blend, which I feel like, wow, essential oils in the wellness community, what a hot button issue it is. So I'm really interested in the inclusion of this and what your take is on its purpose. Sean and I are both from the Middle East and we have the most Western practices you could have, surgery and anesthesia, but we're, but personally we're more holistic in our approach, more homeopathic in our approach. Sean and I strongly believe if you do good internally and if you have good center, then it does the right thing for your body. And that's Mm -hmm. why we created the molecular helmet roller. And the purpose of it is really a fusion of aroma senses that's good for your body and clarifying for your personal airspace because the products we've used in it, the essential oils in its most uh, purest extra organic organic form that we've used in actually coconut oil. So it's not toxic to you. Chances of allergic reactions, very minimal. Most people are not allergic to coconut water and coconut oil. And what it does, it leaves a nice, essential aroma clarifies your space cleanses your space and gives your muscles your respiratory muscles because every time you take a breath your muscles are functioning and opening and closing your lungs up to relax it to make it functional for it to do its job Think the of oil it. is so soft i used it right. for my jaw massage and my lymphatic massage that i gave myself and i it's the my favorite one I've ever used for my skin. Yeah, it makes sense that you guys set it as a coconut oil base, which we yeah. don't see that often. At yeah. least I we, haven't. We see a lot of people for migraines. Migraines triggered mm-hmm. by exposures, diet, and internal structures. So we see a lot of people where if they wear a heavy perfume, they wear a heavy essential oil 
or they use some of the rollers that are just 90% essential oil, it's overwhelming. Like you put your head in a gas tank. It's a trigger. I'm one of those people. I'm insanely sensitive to scent. Like if somebody hugs me and it catches on to me and it's like all over, like instant migraine. See? So we know you and that's why we did this. So we made organic essential oils and extract form. It wasn't to be like less extract. It was to balance it out. So it does its trick. It helps you. It clarifies the air around you. And there is balance. a balance so that you get that benefit without irritating your respiratory system. And that's why it, even though clove is, is the most active ingredient in our product, it actually does not have a scent because clove is very strong and pungent and very reactive to a lot of people with migraine. We made sure it's actually lavender, uh, lavender and also our eucalyptus that have the upfront scent. Even though clove does that all the hard work, but you're actually experiencing the eucalyptus and lavender. So it's much mild. Wow. I love very that you guys cool. are medical doctors and you're and you're encouraging the use of essential oils because I find them to be like if someone were to ask me what my top five like discoveries of and I'm sure someone has asked me this like of wellness are I would put essential oils in my top five because for so many different reasons they've helped me in incredible ways so it's just nice to have the merging for coming from the the dr dot perspective remember everybody take eight ten minutes to yourself let your mind and body relax. Let yourself be centered and, and just connect with yourself. Give yourself a chance to relax. I've heard this during COVID and I have no idea what it's based on, but I'm curious as if there's like actual medicine behind this. When they say, when you get exposed, you just have to keep it out of your lungs. You want to keep it out of your nose. The receptors, okay. the main receptors for coronavirus, the reason we swab the front and the back of the nose is that's where you get the biggest concentration. Once it's taken hold, then it goes through the lung. It always goes when you want to make sure your nose is super functional in terms of clarifying, cleansing, and absorbing and getting rid of it. So if you were like, say, to get exposed, doing like a nasal spray or a steam, any of these things would be very helpful. It, it should help to remove Improves. the, the dose of yeah. particles. There's no guarantee any of those things will keep you from getting COVID. Right. You think of what's called viral load. Yeah. So if you eat a hamburger and there's a little bit of salmonella in it, apparently you're going to tummy ache and you're not going to get sick. Yeah. You get a hamburger and there's a big area that wasn't cooked as salmonella, you get a lot more of it, you're mm -hmm. more likely to get it. Right. In your nose. So for people, and we found that based on viral load, that's how three people in a room will get exposed but one would get it much more severely. Mm -hmm. That viral load in either symptomatic or what we call asymptomatic people. I think viral, makes a load, really is, viral load is really the amount, the concentration of yeah. the actual active How much virus. How you get exposed? So you get right. hot or you get exposed to a little? If you got exposed to a little, generally your immune system is going to go to high gear and kick it. But if you got a really big exposure, you're going to have a much harder time clearing it and get more serious serious disease is a bigger dose like from a larger sneeze or is it just like luck of the draw remember we go six feet why do we have that six foot rule yeah the and concentration of exposure the right. particle you get really close versus six feet versus 12 feet versus 18 feet right okay so the social distancing thing is like really good 
it really makes sense. Mm-hmm. Cool. Also remember the preventative approaches you have against COVID or any other pandemic virus or anything else that you're exposed to environmentally does not make you bulletproof. Everything you do gives you a stronger sense of protection. Yeah. Decrease decreased amount of exposure. But you wearing a mask, you're not bulletproof. So like we need to be clear about that. People think like I took my vitamin and I did what you said and I'm still sick. You you're not bulletproof. We can't make people bulletproof. Even vaccination is not going to make people bulletproof. It just means their exposure is going to be smaller and their immune response is going to be stronger. So they're not going to be that sick. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very interesting because I, I feel like what you said in the beginning of the conversation is so true. Like prior to this time, we just didn't think in this way. I mean, we were having health and wellness conversations, but just as far as like the general population of people, when it comes to sickness, transferring sickness, our lines of defense, all these different things, these weren't commonplace like agreements that we made with each other. And now we need to have those agreements because we realize the interconnectedness that we have as people on this planet. We're all global citizens and we all care about people and we have loved ones. So even if you're the most selfish person in the world, you still have parents and grandparents, aunts and uncles who are much more susceptible. Yeah. People say, don't make me do what you want to do. But again, if I'm a surgeon and I walk into your mother's surgery and I'm not wearing a mask, you'd be like, there's something wrong with that. Right. Think the right. same way that if someone walks in the grocery store and they sneeze on you at Erewhon. Monster. Right? That's a very kind, caring person because that person has a mother, that person has a father. And if you're going to worry about stay that. home. Yeah. There's access to help. There are people out there who can help you with delivery. Yeah. If you're sick, stay home. Yeah. Let's get everyone a chance to stay healthy and we get over this big bump. Well, yes. thank you guys so much for your contribution to this to this cause. This is such an easy and accessible, awesome, beautiful addition to our health journey. Yeah, and I feel like I learned so much today. So Same. thank you so, so much, Dr. Bita and Dr. Sean, the doctor's Nasseri, as I'm going to call you. <laughs> Instagram is the Nasseri doctors. Oh, oh, perfect. perfect. <laughs> How wonderful. Um, and that's where people can find you. And um, I'm probably going to make an appointment to talk about my sinus headache. So really excited. keep a look out for that email. Really excited. <laughs> we love you. We will take care of any nice people. We always will. Awesome. Oh, well, it was really such cute. a pleasure to have you there's too. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yes, that's so right.